Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, hello, hello. Happy Wednesday, my friends. Welcome to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. And of course, you can check me out on Drive Late today from 4pm alongside the Sneaker Freak. Anyway, more on that later. We begin, of course, with the Carabao Cup. And Eric Ten Hag's Manchester United are through, of course, defending champions to the next round after smashing Crystal Palace to pieces at Old Trafford. The match, of course, was live on TalkSport. Here's the fallout. And the referee calls time, and Manchester United have secured passage through to the next round of the Carabao Cup. They are the Carabao Cup holders, and Manchester United have cruised through to the next round. At the end of the game, it's finished. Manchester United 3, Crystal Palace 0. I'd like to think a Palace team at the weekend is going to show a lot more. It's going to resist far better than what that lot did out there tonight, because that was a stroll, that was a practice match for Man United, you honestly first half, you, you, it's a harder game when you're playing against the kids on the training ground than what it was against that Palace team in the first period. Man United tonight yep. got a result, looked yeah. good we watched the game Yeah, what, what Crystal lo- Palace though were a bit of a disgrace what a, lovely ga- what a lovely team to play Crystal Palace made half a dozen seven changes, something like that they decided they're going to go there, they played them on Saturday by the way, so I think Roy Hodgson has done the right thing is he going to beat Manchester United tonight and at the weekend? Probably not, actually. So he's gone there. He's fielded a team that he thought would be competitive. Disappointing mm. they weren't. Man United fans will be leaving Old Trafford. Most of them will be thinking, thank God we played a team like that because we needed that. We need a team like that that sat deep, offered nothing. I get why Palace did what they did. I've got no, no complaints. You might as well just go there and try and win the game then, Roy, and just say, look, lads, go out and enjoy yourselves. Don't just... I mean, the way they played, was they wasn't even trying to track. They wasn't even trying to defend properly. Time now to hear from the Crystal Palace manager, Roy Hodgson. What did I make of it? In what respect? I don't know quite... I don't, I don't know if it was, what do you make of it? We lost. What were your thoughts on the performance from your team as a whole? Yeah, it's a much-changed team. I don't think it was a pretty good performance from our point of view, but that might have been due to the fact that it was a good performance in the Man United team. I think especially in the first half, we didn't come 
to terms at all with the way they played and what they wanted to do. And as a result, they, they really dominated that completely. At half-time, we made some minor changes. I thought that made life a little bit easier or better for us in the second half, but without ever coming close to really changing the scoreline. So as a result, we lose. Let's get over to Old Trafford because Sam Matterface is with Eric Ten Hag. Yes, Eric, um, congratulations. If you designed tonight, would you have designed it exactly like that? I know you can never predict a game, <laughs> and, uh, but you hope to make progress. And I think we make the progress today. Uh, good energy, good attitude from the team, but also I think we make a step forward in our performance. Always good to build momentum, but there were some key performances as well, weren't there, tonight? In particular from Mason Mount and Sofian Amrabat, who slipped in seamlessly. Yeah, but I, I think he knows how I want to play. Yeah, he can contribute to that. Yeah, he can easily coming on. He knows uh, my principles and my rules of the game, and you definitely saw it from the first moment on. And I think also the return from Mason Mount, uh, I think that's very enjoyable for him and as well for the team because yeah, you miss such a quality player when he's not available. The shock of the night saw Luton knocked out by League One's Exeter City. High-flying championship side Ipswich, meanwhile, beat Wolves. Uh, let's go to Tom, who's a Wolves fan. Right, Tom? Hiya, Jamie. You all right? Yeah, good, Tom. How are you? How are you feeling? You uh, oh, got beat tonight. Has anyone seen Gary O'Neill's tactics board? <laughs> well, I mean, look, it's not a good night tonight. You got beat by Ipswich, <laughs> but Ipswich are flying. Bit harsh, isn't it? Man United will continue to make Jadon Sancho train away from the first team as long as he refuses to apologise to manager Eric Ten Hag, TalkSport understands. United teammates of the England international, including Marcus Rashford, are understood to have urged Sancho to swallow, oh, there's more on the other side, his pride and say sorry to Ten Hag to end the standoff. Here's me and Bentley discussing this in the Andy Goldstein Drive Time Show, a show you can hear Monday to Friday from 4 till 7, 1089, 10.53, medium wave, or via your DAB radio. I think the whole apology thing is getting a bit pathetic because I think at the minute Manchester United are not they beat Burnley fair play but they've not had the best of starts to this season you'd probably admit that mm-hmm. and him saying well, if, he, if he doesn't apologise he's not playing it's, it's a bit for me it's a bit childish it's a bit petty but also on the flip side Jaden Sancho needs to look himself in the mirror and go have I done everything I can to be a success at this football club now you said there about that often when a player goes against a manager the player always loses we got to think Jaden Sancho's got how long left in his contract two, three, four years mm. I'll guarantee you, what manager nowadays stays at a football club for that long? So Jaden Sancho in his head might be thinking, do you know what? I'll just sit here and wait. Any United fan that thinks it's all right to come out, say something against the manager, is uh, not a United fan. He's, he's on 350k a week and he can't even train properly, turn up properly. It's ridiculous. It, it, you can imagine if this was Fergie's time. It's, there's players that have gone against Fergie that did a lot more than Sancho and got shown the door. So mm. it's not for me. I think he's shown himself to be a bit of a rat, to be honest. And I think there's a few rats in the United dressing room at the minute. But Conor, if he doesn't believe what's being said is true, has he not got the right to come out and say, well, I don't believe that's not what's happening? Well, if you're not training well enough and the manager's trying, he, he give him like eight months off. Well, not eight months, but yeah. four months off. Yeah, you tried to help him. Year for mental health issues. Mm. He's tried everything he can to help this guy and he's on 350k a week and he can't turn up on time. Now, football pundit Jermaine Genius has apologised for criticising referee Rob Jones with an abusive term on social media, having been part of the FA's Love Football Protect the Game campaign prior to the start of the season. Founder of Ref Support UK, Martin Cassidy, 
so Genus had to realise his comments can have serious ramifications. We want to cancel abuse. We want to cancel online abuse, all forms of abuse. The body cam pilot, while that's really an attractive thing to do, that's going to address all forms of abuse in the game, not just referees. So that's really important. But I just think that to, they're always saying about referees being accountable, which I think they should. We'd like to see them come out on camera and discuss decisions. Howard Webb's doing that brilliant work with the VAR discussions. We're all for that. But it's this sort of entitlement that... Because I play the game, I can say what I want about referees, and it just gets carried down yeah. to those incidents which we just yeah. talked about, where fourteen-year-old young boys and girls are seeing this behaviour mimicked on the sidelines, like you do with a Peter Couch goal celebration, Ronaldo goal celebration. All these these are learned behaviours that people need to realise that when you fire a starting gun on a tweet, it can end up in a death threat and worse. I feel very strongly that. The referees are a fundamental part of the game and they're entitled to respect. Referees should be accountable for poor decisions. But this culture of a lack of value and vilification of referees and this complete disrespect, which is heralded by pundits. I made the point the other day about the punditry side of things and I made it quite robustly on the show about these pundits are creating a temperature around these referees. They need to pare it back a little bit. And here you've got the hypocrisy of somebody that stood in front of a campaign I mean, the double standards of disingenuity and the dishonesty of standing in front of a campaign and the first instance of a referee not falling in line with something that you agree, you turn it into that. So on the back of that, here's our friend, Jermaine Genus, on Drive, with me and Darren Bent, apologising for his comments. Frustration was just articulated wrong. You know, the wording of what I said was, was completely wrong and the way that I put it. Um, you know, my feelings towards kind of uh, the standard of refereeing and how it's been handled and how much it's changing the game, um, that hasn't changed uh, in terms of my opinion. So, you know, it was just um, a, a, an error on my part in terms of the way that, like I said, I, I articulated my words. And I think in any walk of life, you are, you know, you've you, you got to hold your hands up at times and just go, you know what, I got that one wrong and, uh, and we move on. On now to the Women's Nations League, where Serena Wiegmann's Lionesses lost to the Netherlands in Utrecht. Counter-attack and a long-range beauty from substitute Renata Janssen on 30 minutes gave all three points to the Netherlands, leaving Group A1 wide open in the Nations League as England bid to qualify Team GB for the Olympics. It's finished here in Utrecht. Netherlands 2, England 1. Captain Millie Bright admits it was a disappointing performance. As a team, we gifted two goals and they were really clinical in that area. And, you know, when we had our chances, not quite ruthless enough. But I think, you know, we have to reflect, stay positive. These games are getting harder and harder, so we have to evolve, we have to get better. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. 
This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. And we finished with me and Benty on Drive. Blimey, Drive Heavy, about time, producer Tom. Anyway, we had a caller who admitted he had never seen the end of The Sixth Sense. By the way, if you've not seen The Sixth Sense, a spoiler alert, in the next piece of audio, I do reveal that Bruce Willis was a ghost. I see dead people. We're talking about films that you've started watching but never bothered with the ending. Yeah, Sixth Sense. Bruce Willis movie. Went to the cinema to watch it first, fell asleep after 15 minutes, tried watching it three times since, and Paul was asleep every time oh. after about 15, 20 minutes. Ian, do you want to know what it's about? Not really. <laughs> Oh, Ian, you're going to kick yourself. Sure, that's almost movie. one of them films where you can't give the ending away. because I'm going to tell good. Ian. Ian, will you watch it? I don't think you can. I can't. I'll tell Tom to sleep. I don't know. Do you, do you want me to tell you the ending? I think you can. Go on, mate. Right, so you know in it, you see Bruce Willis, Bruce Willis says, like, a row of his wife, and he's, he's like, he's assigned to look after this kid that keeps seeing dead people. Yeah. Bruce Willis. Yeah, is a, is a ghost. Talk sport, breaking news. What did you make of that? Ian? Hello? Yeah, <laughs> what did you make of that? I can't wait to not watch it. Well, do, yeah, but what did you make of the ending? Now you've missed out on one of the great Hollywood movies. <laughs> no interest. No interest. Okay. Alright, thanks Ian. Have a nice evening. Alright, take care. Cheers. How have you ruined that? Oh, it's about 20 no, years no, old, that movie. That is a classic. I think there's certain films where, like, we talk about Indiana Jones, you can ruin that, the last one, because it's not a classic. Yeah. That's one of the, that's a great, and you just ruined it. Do you know, someone told me, when that came out, someone actually told me the ending before I saw it. I was devastated. Because I would love to have had a <gasps> moment. Mm, yeah, do, you, no. do you remember what bit it is that you work out is... No, but I'm, I'm going to watch it again. Why would you do that? I've just told you the... No, but I've seen it before. But I want to yeah, watch it again. Why would you watch a movie with that's all hinges on a twist that you know about? Because I, I want to... You're going to watch Shawshank after that? No, I can't remember the, the reaction that I had when I watched it the first time. <laughs> and that that's worth two and a half hours. Yeah, probably. Well, that's it, gang. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcast from. I'm back on Andy Goldstein's Drive Time Show today at 4pm. Straight after us at 7, it's Brentford v Arsenal in the Carabao Cup third round. It's live on TalkSport, but not on UK TV. Unless you've got one of those sticks producer Tom has got. You haven't got one of your Tom. <laughs> no, 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 you haven't got it anymore. You did have that, didn't you? There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein TalkSport daily podcasts out first in the morning. So do what you have to do to get it. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a good day. And above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe. Right, I'm off to producer Tom's house. That was a podcast from Talk Sport.
This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.